Is there anyone out there today, anyone at all, who likes to fill out forms? No hands raised? Oh, Stuart, I, I knew that. I figured Stuart enjoys that. He's such a meticulous guy. Give me that detail, right? So Stuart might be the only exception. But for, oh, Phyllis too. Okay, well, that's good. Hey, I've got some forms here. Uh, it's a little, they're a little bit messy. It's not my style typically, but if I can give those to you after the service, fill them out to the best of your ability, you got it taken care of. Great, great. I'm glad. I'm thankful for that. Thankful indeed. So, and by the way, maybe you've got a second uh, sort of career here as a uh, form filler outer, you know, a cottage industry. You never know because there's a lot of people, a lot of people in the congregation today, I'm sure, as indicated, that just don't like to fill out forms. I'm chief among them. But when you do it, when you fill out a form, whether it's a paper form or something online, invariably you have to put your signature on it, right? So the other day I was filling out something for, um, for our vet. Uh, we boarded our dog during vacation. And uh, I got a little nervous because it said sign here. And I thought, I can't, I can't sign here. But sure enough, you put your finger on the, on the screen and you can sign your name. So it's, uh, it, it's doable online. However, however you need to do it, you can, you can sign. But that, that signature becomes very important, right? Because it's an affirmation. It's, it's kind of a, a, a commitment that you make to say that what I'm listing here is true and, and accurate. And we're all used to that, right? Um, so it's nice to know, I guess, in some ways that our signature still means something, right? And uh, we should take that, I think, very seriously. But I was filling out a form uh, a week or so ago. hate to say it for Medicare Part X or Z, I forget what the letter was, but anyway, filling out the form, and it said I had to have a witness. So I called my, my good friend and compatriot, Sherry, over, and I said, uh, uh, it says here I need, to, I need a witness. Can you watch me sign, sign this? But as is often the case, she reads things more closely than I do. So it said you only need a witness if you sign it with an X. I'm thinking... <laughs> Now, as an able-bodied person, why would I sign this with an X? I realize there are circumstances, perhaps, when, when you have to sign with an X. But I can still sign my name. She said, okay, no problem. So we signed it, and off we went. We were done. We, we in good confidence, folded up the form, put it in the mail, put a stamp on it, and God only knows what's going to happen after this. <laughs> Heaven knows. But anyway, that's the way it goes with forms, right? Forms and signatures are a part of life, no, no doubt about it. And as I said, it is nice to know that, uh, that your signature still means something. That if you sign on the dotted line, you are committing to something. And it's good in today's world that, that we have that. Now, uh, I wonder what would happen if someone told you that they already have your signature and um, they've got it online. Probably would raise a few red flags, right? First thing you think, identity theft. Someone is, is into my account or, or whatever. Uh, not, a good, not a good situation. But there is a situation where your signature, or at least your handwritten name, is in good company, is in a good and safe place. And I thought we'd talk about that a little bit this morning. I'm talking about the book of life, somewhat cryptically referred to in a variety of passages throughout Scripture. In fact, I did a quick check. The book of life is referred to either directly or indirectly more than 100 times in Scripture. So why is it that we talk so little about it? You may have heard a sermon or two over the years about the book of life. I think I've maybe heard a couple. We often talk about it at confirmation when a young person makes that commitment and they etch in their name in, into the book of life. 
but for the most part, we don't talk much about it. So I was feeling kind of guilty this past week because uh, over the past few weeks, I've been pounding you with things you have to do, right? You have to be polite and kind and courteous and all of that because that's what's in Scripture. That's what, uh, that's what the Word of God tells us to do. But today, I want to step back for a moment, and I want to recognize you for your walk, for your journey, no matter how long it has been. I want to take this opportunity this morning to talk a little bit about the book of life, what it means, how important it is, and how you are part of that. It comes to us this morning from the prophetic Old Testament book of Daniel, where we read the following just moments ago. Michael, the angel, the great leader who guards us, will take a stand. The passage states that nothing like this has ever happened since the nations first appeared. So we're talking, I guess, about the end times and what it might be like. But at that time of great peril, we would assume, every one of your people who is found written in the scroll will be rescued. In other words, if your name is in that book, you're good. You're covered. You don't have to worry about anything. It'll all be fine. It'll all work out. So that's a good reason to have your name listed, right? I think we'd all want our name listed there. So whether we are present for the final days or just on our final day, if our name is in the book of life, we are saved. We are rescued. Our salvation is guaranteed. Any of those who sleep in the dusty land, in other words, those who have passed before us, will wake up. We'll all come together when God comes again. But there will be... There will be a separation. For those whose names are listed in the book of life, there will be eternal life. For others, shame and eternal disgrace. Now that kind of bothers me because I frankly don't want anybody over there. I want to get everybody on this side. And we still have a chance to do that. I don't know how much time we have left, but we can take advantage of every moment that we have. To invite someone else into fellowship. To give someone else a second or third chance. To forgive. To move on. To show them the love and the grace and the mercy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is a great opportunity for us. Because, frankly, I think we're all in that book. As I look around this morning, I think your name is there. In fact, I believe very confidently that it is. But there are others, maybe, maybe, who are teetering a little bit. I don't know how the whole thing works. I mean, you know, it was sealed with Daniel how many years ago. Can you get back in there? Can you add a name? Maybe the name was there, but maybe certain things have to happen. I don't know. But I do know this. We are called upon to reach out to others in our Christian love, in our walk with Christ, to say, come on in. Take a look. Get some exposure. Find out what's happening. Join in fellowship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Is your name listed in the book of life? I don't know if it's like the old, uh, the old phone book. Now, where I come from, um, outside of Pittsburgh, the phone book was much thicker than this. It was gigantic. And the type was about three point. But everybody's name was in there, right? Because everybody had a landline phone. So... Uh, this one's much smaller. We're in a smaller community here, and I'm going to just double check. I, I'm pretty sure my name is still in here because we still have a, a landline phone. So I got to the letter F. I see Finn C on Oakley and Finn P on Ramblewood. Where do I, 
Did we not pay our bill last month? (laughs) I'm not listed. I'm not in the phone book. How about that? Hard to believe. We still have that landline phone. The only people that are using it today are the telemarketers and the scam artists. But, you know, every once in a while you get a phone phone call that's legitimate. So my name is not listed in the phone book, and uh, I'm not that concerned about it, frankly. Uh, I'm almost glad that it's not in there any longer. Those of you who need to reach me have my cell phone. So we're good in that regard. But I would be concerned if I'm not listed in the book of life. So are we listed or are we not? And I've always often been troubled by that question because there are so many people that speak with such confidence that, I, that they are saved. And if somebody would ask me that occasionally, I'd say, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know for sure. I, I, I think, I, I hope. I've tried to live the good life. I've tried to be a faithful disciple. I've committed my life to Christ, but I, 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 I don't know for sure. But today, I think I'd like to affirm that we are members that our names are etched in the book of life. And here's what I believe is the verification for that. Now, we don't get a, a sneak peek into that sealed scroll that Daniel has or had in his possession. But we do know this. Those skilled in wisdom will shine like the sky. I look around in this congregation and I see people who shine. Whether it's in the light or, or in the darkness, I see a bright, bright light. Those who lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever and always. Again, I see that here in the congregation. And I've seen that throughout the years in the history of Oak Chapel and the number of people who have passed before us, including Pastor McLaughlin. How many lives did he shape? How did he chart the course and direction for so many people of of all ages? But so many people who sat in the pews as well, who took an active role in helping others in their faith journey, especially especially when things got tough, when there was uncertainty, when there was doubt. Those who lifted us up and fortified us were there beside us in the most difficult of times. We can rejoice in their legacy, and we can be part of that legacy to this very day. So today is a day to rejoice. So as we reflect on this and we wonder, well, are we in there or are we not? I think that we can have that affirmation. But there's also a little bit that comes to us from the book of Ephesians in terms of maintaining that covenant, that commitment. And it says this, Don't let any foul words come out of your mouth. Only say what is helpful when needed for building community so that it benefits those who hear what you have to say. So this is not to say that occasional criticism isn't valid and and, and called for, but for the most part, As disciples of Christ, we are called upon to build up the community so that it benefits what we have to say. How much does a word of encouragement mean to you, especially when you're down, especially when you're struggling? Someone maybe puts their hand on your shoulder and says, it's okay. You're a good person. We'll get through this. I'll stand beside you. I'll help you out. Those words of encouragement are so vital. So important. And that's what we can do as believers in the time that we have left. Whatever time is yet available, we can do that. So how important is a signature? I asked myself that question yesterday at Pastor McLaughlin's uh, service. And I uh, was looking through the, uh, through the table. There's a table of Oak Chapel memorabilia. I'm not real good with my phone, but 
I noticed that there was some memorabilia from Oak Chapel. And as luck would have it, there were signatures on this paper. These were farewell signatures wishing Pastor McLaughlin well as he moved on to his next church. And you probably know some of these names, if I can get them to come up here. Uh, let's see here. Ray and Lucille Hauser. I think that's a familiar name, right? Uh, this, by the way, uh, this paper was signed 50 years ago, 1972. Uh, Dick and Marjorie Silver, Diane Silver, Steve Martin, Mike Martin, Don Hauser, Kathy Franks, Betsy Franks, Betty and Blaine Taylor, Edna Warner. Uh, the list goes on and on. The Shofters, probably some familiar names to you that have been around here for, for quite some time. Roger and Winnie Martin were also listed. Perhaps you were as well. So evidently that signature that you left 50 years ago meant so much to the McLaughlin family that they decided to put it out on display for the memorial service of their patriarch and our pastor, our leader. That's how much it meant. He may have meant a lot to you, but you meant a lot to him as well. That signature is so, so vital. So, what do we do with all of this? Well, just one quick question, really. Not a difficult form to fill out. Do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I think we've answered that a long time ago. You can just check, check that little box, check the yes, right? Figuratively or, or, or physically. And we've all done that, I believe. And therefore, at that moment, our, our names became etched and fortified in the book of life. Our fate is sealed. Yes, we need to continue to be faithful disciples and walk the walk, the pathway of righteousness. But, but we are there. So I wanted to go through a little exercise with you today. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, while we were on vacation in Pennsylvania, there's a little amusement park up there, and it's near the birthplace of Mr. Rogers. So in this little amusement park is a section called the Land of Make-Believe. So you get on a little trolley, and you drive through, and you see Daniel and King Friday and, and all of the other people. But as an adult, you kind of have to suspend disbelief and kind of play along with it. But I know our two granddaughters, they didn't have to do that. They believed everything they saw. They were in the land. They believed it all. So this morning, I want to share with you an opportunity to affirm our faith through our name, which has been written in the book of life. So bear with me, if you will. These came to the church by airmail just Friday. I mean, the, the real airmail from the sky. Again, we're suspending disbelief here a little bit, right? So I've got some certificates here with some names on it, and I would like to share it with all of you. What it says is this, a certificate of affirmation. This certifies that, your name here, as a faithful disciple of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, is listed in the sacred book of life, signed, sealed, and delivered, August 6th, 2021, signed by St. Peter the Apostle. So bear with me. It'll take a couple of minutes. And if I walk by you the first time, fear not, because I think we've got one for everybody. Uh, I typically don't recognize our visitors. I've told you why, but today we're going to suspend that as well. JG is worshiping with us this morning. JG, great to have you on board. Madison, great to have you. Coach, I'll get back to you here in just a minute. We've, we've got you listed as well. Um, 
This is going to be a little difficult. Oh, well, this will be easy here. We've got the whole family. The kitchen family is with us, and we are delighted to offer them the certificates here. Begins with a K, right? Okay, very good. And here we go. All right. So, uh, we've got well, still a few more Ks, more than I thought. Okay, we've got Brad. We've got Robin. We've got Bridget. Simon. Oliver. Any more? Did I miss anybody? <gasps> Milo. There you go, Milo. Great to have you. Okay, so... Um, I don't think I'm doing this very effectively here, but I'll uh, I'll get I'll get to it here, and we'll. I've got everybody's I've got I think everybody's name here, but I'm gonna um, kind of go as I see it. I'll be like Phil Donahue and run from uh, uh, pew to pew, chair to chair. Sherry Finn probably deserves a couple of these with the for the guy that she's uh, living with, but uh, we thank her and congratulate her. We have uh, another guest with us today, Jane Brower. Jane, welcome. Great to have you here as well. All right. Uh, let's see here. The dark side. How did we make out over here? Um, before I get there, I've got uh, David and Donna. Got you taking. Okay. Um, okay. It's good news, Kim. You are there. And thank you for your faithful service. Pam as well. Terrific. And we've got some more hard workers here that... Uh, Stuart probably filled out most of these forms. Um, if I can, oh yeah, Stuart is here, and Cindy as well. Very good, thank you, Miriam. You're going to be easy, okay? And I think we've got the family too. Ted, is that right? And what's that guy? That other guy's name? Dave. Okay, very good. All right, so. We continue along here. Nancy Patterson, I know she's on the list. There we go. Nancy, congratulations. Steve Kreitz, now I know he's a long-time faithful disciple. He's got to be in here. Don't be nervous, Steve. I got, <laughs> I got Judy, and we got Steve as well. So, very good. Janice, I know you're in here. There we go. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So it's taking a little longer than I thought, but we'll bear with us. Maybe I'll just do it as the name comes up. We have uh, some other guests with us this morning. So I understand that John and Betty Copas were married in this sanctuary 56 years ago. Congratulations. What's that? Oh, the old church. Oh, but same, still Oak Chapel, right? Okay, very good. All right, so I do know two people that were married in this church, as I was told. Um, Pete and Natalie. The old one, too? Oh. <gasps> Forgive me. I'm so sorry. Got to get my facts straight here, I guess. Yes, yes. Now, I know the Kaufmans are in here. 
because they are longtime faithful members. You were. Oh, there we go. Okay, we got that one right. Excellent. Okay. Well, married by Reverend. Okay, very good, Reverend John. Um, So Paul and Janet, absolutely in the book. Bob and Rosie, longtime members here. Um, Thank you for your service, as always. Here we go. Gene and Joyce, I know they're here today. I think we're still good. You know, usually I go a little short, so hopefully we'll, we won't delay too, too much longer here. Um, Blair and Kathy, of course, with their tireless work on behalf of the church. go. Thank you. And Blair. Connie. I know I saw your name in here, Connie. I hope so. That's absolutely. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. So we're making some progress here. Roger Martin. He would have to be in here, right? Maybe or not. <laughs> <laughs> He's not so sure. Nope, you're good. You are good. There you go, sir. And uh, the Rastetters, of course. Didn't know we had so many R's in the church. Jim and Cheryl, thank you so much. and Wendy for sure we thank them for their great work and one of the announcements that I failed to make Tom may be out of town next week and uh, so we're trying to pull some things together for the live stream um, and uh, hopefully we'll get that together but if not we may have a a hiatus Evelyn Silver absolutely so great let's see here Um, this is a key row here we've got Elaine Sprinkle, you know her, right? Okay. And, um, but they all have different last names, so uh, Dave and Phyllis, and we have John and Sandy. There's Sandy. John in here somewhere, so I'll, I'll get him to you. The Moore family, for sure. We've got uh, Jane and Steve. And if I may, I may give, uh, give you Beth's family as well. I've got them all here somewhere. Nate, Beth, Bo, and Grace. Very good. Jen, we are so grateful for all that you do. And we've got one for you and for Daryl. Thank you. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out. Uh, oh, 
Yeah, this is a pretty prestigious row here too. For Patrick and for Christy and for Sandy. Thank you. What's that? Connie Reed. Oh, yeah. Can't forget Connie. And the birthday girls, or girl, yes. Okay, very good. Elizabeth, you want to? You care to tell us when you got home last night? No, no, we won't ask. Home early. Okay, good, good. And for your lovely and talented sister, I think I've got yours still on the printer, so I have, we'll get that for you. I'm sorry, but you can give those too. Okay, um, I'm sure I have you. Did I miss anybody? Me. Dropmans? No, I got them, right? Yeah. Carol. Yes, Carol, and I actually have, I think I have Dick as well. There's Carol. I'll try to get, I think Dick is in here too, so thank you. Anybody else that I missed? Anybody else have a neighbor? Yes, we all do, right? Okay, so this little exercise is an affirmation. None of us have access to Daniel's seal. But we do believe, right? And I thought today it was important just to affirm our faith and to let all of you know that you are really on the pathway of righteousness. Through your words and through your actions, you are demonstrating what a faithful disciple is. And we are so, so very grateful for that. I speak personally, but also on behalf of the church. Thank you for who you are and for what you do. And continue to fight the good fight, because some days, let's face it, it is a fight, right? Some days it's a battle. But your words of encouragement mean a lot. Mean a lot to me, mean a lot to your family, to your fellow church members, and to that person that maybe you don't know, that cast off, so to speak, that person downtown, that person that maybe appears to be on the fringe a little bit. Maybe your gesture, your effort to take a little bit of time to reach out, and to offer some hope to them makes all the difference in the world. So we are so very grateful for your time with us today and your testimony of faith. You are always welcome here at Oak Chapel, whether you come every week, every month, twice a year, once a year, every couple of years. It doesn't matter. Whenever you come, we are so grateful. So today, as we close our message for this morning, and I appreciate your patience. We give you thanks, and we give thanks to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, through whose death and resurrection we have been listed in the book of life. Let us pray. Lord in heaven, you have made it implicitly clear. You are here for all of us, and you would love for all of us to commit to you as we come together as one. Bless us and guide us in the days and weeks ahead so that we can come together to serve you and to overcome all of the obstacles and challenges in our wake so that we can be champions for you. This we pray with great anticipation today and always. Amen.